where are we? What episode is this? Four? Well, technically three. Yeah, but we've it's going to go on the list as four. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even so, it it'll really look like episode one, part one, episode one, part two, episode three, episode four. Is that how that works? <laughs> it's, oh, it's working right now. Yeah. Okay. Good enough. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Here, I'll do the theme song. Hey, welcome back. It's the OT Happy Hour. I am your host with the most, or at least one of the hosts with the most, (laughs) Jason Ackerman here. Back to the happy hour. It's been a minute. Yeah, and I'm your other host. Your other host. Joshua Bautel. Thank you for the introduction of yourself. Hey, I I decided to jump in there. I appreciate that. I thought maybe... I was just going to start talking. Well, I was just going to let you start talking. I figured guy? Last time, I I waited until like halfway through the episode or something before. (laughs) It was not halfway. I think it was solid halfway. It was was in there. Uh, Well, welcome back. It's uh, good to be back here. Thanks, everyone, for uh, tuning in. Uh, you know, I heard that on another podcast. Someone said, thanks for tuning in. And I was like, I didn't tune in to anything. That's like a callback to the old radio days where, do you remember like turning the dial to like land right on the frequency? When it would buzz between. Just buzz, buzz, buzz. And then you just hit right. And then when you got it right in the spot, you're like, okay, nobody move. I kind of, I, most of my old cars used to have a, uh, an analog tuner, yeah. but with those big crunching buttons oh, to that set would just your, pop it to yeah, the spot. flex it over to here and there <laughs> to save a, save a station. Old timey, man. I man. love it. Well, Hey, this is an episode where, um, we're just going to nerd out a little bit. One of the things that I've actually really enjoyed our previous conversations, we've been talking about business philosophy and how to how to treat your employees and or just people around you sure stuff like that and that's been really cool and we're going to do a lot more of that because i think there's a lot of stuff we can explore absolutely but i i kind of just wanted to nerd out a little bit and talk about this place that we're sitting Mm. this studio which is also our day-to-day office i know nobody could see your air quotes there but they were totally i, I could hear oh, those them. were air, those were i air could quotes. feel it deep in my soul those air well quotes. That, so that brings up one of the first things i wanted to talk about which is we are not yet video capable which makes me feel like we're in the dark ages like still punching those big crunchy buttons on the radio <laughs> we may as well but it, putting the studio together has been a little bit of a, a labor of love mm. for the two of us. If you think about, you know, our backgrounds in terms of things like music production, stuff like that. Yeah. We kind of just nerd out on really cool toys. Well, that's true. we want to play with. So. Yeah. And I mean, things have gotten a lot cooler in the last few years. I remember sitting down at the uh, at the four track recorder that we used to have in our <laughs> in our garage studio yeah. and trying to record drums into that thing or trying to record you know a bass and also a guitar at the same time oh, when that thing when i was uh, first getting into music and my first recording experience which i guess that would be a place for air quotes too because go. we had a guy who he had been a professional musician like mm. he had toured with a couple nashville 
guys or whatever. I don't even know who. Um, <laughs> this guy was just, he lived in our town. He went to our church and, and we decided uh, we wanted to record. And he's like, yeah, I'll help you guys. And we're yeah. like, ooh, we got a pro who's going to help us. <laughs> and he shows up with this recording deck, probably very similar to what you're talking about, yeah. that actually would multi-track onto a cassette. Oh my, like, like, um, like the same old, wow. ca- yeah, just a cassette. That's all it was. It wasn't any <sighs> kind of special tape or anything, but you'd pop a cassette in this thing and it had eight channels and you could multi-track. And it, I remember it just blew my mind. That's kind of amazing. Because I had never put together in my mind, you know, so I guess some people just like know this stuff or they learn this stuff way younger, but there yeah. I was all of 19 I barely had just learned to play guitar. I didn't know what I was doing. I had never, but I had never put together in my mind how recording music yeah. actually happened. Like it never occurred to me that they weren't all in the same room at the same time. I guess I kind of knew that they weren't, but I never thought through what that process was like. And sure. the fact that we were literally putting separate pieces of music onto the same tape so that they could be all mixed up and you could literally record eight different tracks and if you were really good at it you could bounce you know six drum mics or whatever into a single two track or into two tracks on this thing and then you could sit there and mix it down and you could put your effects on it and you you could make a halfway reasonable demo on straight onto a cassette onto a cassette Um, and then you'd have to you'd have to take that tracked cassette and you'd have to bounce it down into uh, you know, into just a single cassette. But this, anyway, if you're not into music nerdery, none of that <laughs> makes any sense. And people are like, okay, I'm tuning right back out. Thank well, you. That's all right. This episode is not for you. No, it's not. This but. episode is very much along the lines of what we always wanted this podcast to be, though. And that is sure. kind of eclectic. Yeah. Talk about different things, things that, that are interesting. And so what what happened was we started thinking about podcasting and how that could become part of our our business model whether it's offering podcast services or or helping other people do podcasting or just doing one for ourselves right. which we ended up doing anyway right and we kind of got this bug to be like well I have a little bit of gear you have a little bit of gear yeah just buy a few more things and we could actually put this together in a way that we can make this useful for other people. Absolutely. So we ended up taking this office space that we've talked about in a previous episode mm-hmm. that here we are. I mean, we just spent an hour listening to our county health officials talk about upcoming restrictions and mask mandates. Uh, at least as of this recording, things are on their way into the worse and they're going to yeah. keep going that way for a little bit. It does seem that way. So we thought this office space that we have, how can we make it more useful than just a place for me and you to sit and do our work, oh, which yeah. is, it's fine for that. But so we built a podcast studio. Sure. And this podcast is the result of that studio in us saying, we want to prove that this studio is is viable and valuable. And I'll tell you what, I mean, you you were just expressing this to me right before we turned. In fact, it's probably, we can go back and pull it out of the yeah, I may do just that. <laughs> Pull it out of the, the outtakes before we officially started, but the yeah. the digital tape was running. The, the expensive toys do what they're supposed to. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, I've been checking out a few other podcasts as well, and mm-hmm. I know you have as well, and I'm not saying one or the other, naming names about anything, but uh, 
We sound pretty good. We do sound good. By, by comparison to a yeah. lot of these other studios. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. It's it's actually been kind of surprising to me how many other podcasts are struggling with their sound. Yeah. Okay. We ready to do this? Fuck, I thought we already were. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we'll, uh, we'll get there. All right. We do sound pretty we good. We do sound pretty good. The, the quality of what we've been able to do in this kind of this quickly put together studio has been pretty awesome. Yeah, it's been pretty impressive. I think it's really just the same evolution of what we're talking about already. Like you're talking about taking this eight track and dropping it onto the cassette. Mine were doing, oh Lord, I can't even remember what specific disc type was. It was later than the three and a half inch floppy and it like had a a hard disc inside. It wasn't mini disc, was it? No, it wasn't a mini disc. It was like a zip drive or something. Oh yeah, I remember those. So it recorded to that. And so I've still probably got a stack of those sitting around that you literally can't do anything no, i have nothing i have nothing that's compatible <laughs> where am i gonna buy i'm gonna buy a usb zip drive probably well, what could we're, but what we're looking not. at here is really the next evolution of that where it's recording directly onto a micro sd card yeah that we can pop out of here and just drop into either of yeah. our laptops and mix up however we like yeah and it's great and so what i wanted to do was just talk a little bit about the the gear that we chose and what we're using uh, but partially just so that somebody else, you know, one of our four listeners can come back and, you know, number one, tell us if we actually sound as good as we think. We do. Um, we're not talking about the talent, talking oh. about the technical or or both. I guess you could, we'll take yeah. feedback. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, there but, you go. <laughs> you know, talk about the, the studio itself. And if you're local to Boulder County, Colorado, or even somewhat local, we want you to know that this amazing sounding studio is here and it is available and our talents as producers sure. and or hosts oh, yeah. is also available. We'll host your webcast. So yeah, the uh, OT Happy Hour brought to you by the OT Studio Podcast Studio in Boulder County, Colorado for rent. Right by next the hour, to by the, day. the Waterloo, Louisville. It is right <laughs> next to the Waterloo. Someday they're going to pay us for that. Yeah, that endorsement one day. someday. But I also just kind of want to talk about the the gear itself and like what we put together, how it works, how this all thing goes together. Just talking a little bit about the technical side of a podcast as we're learning it, because yeah. it's, it's not like podcasting is new. I mean, everybody's everybody's got one and they've been around, well, I don't know, 10, 12 years now people have been doing this. What? Yeah, I think so. Oh, maybe longer. I don't yeah, know. It could somebody's somebody's going to have to educate me on that. So let's talk about the stuff. Let's just. Sure. Where do you want to start? Uh, I'm going to start with the mixer. Yeah. So the the heart of this whole operation is this Zoom L8. It's a live track mixer. Very similar to what we've been talking about. It really is. Yeah. And so the reason I chose the Zoom, and there were there were a couple different options here. Uh, one was the uh, Rode makes a podcasting kind of all-in-one unit as oh, well. Really? Or you can get just a mixer. Sure. And I've seen interface. Some of those. Yeah, you can interface directly into your computer. I think that's probably the most common. Sure. Sure. Way uh, to do a podcast is to get an audio interface, go through a mixer, and then go di- directly, directly into your computer. The reason I chose this Zoom unit was, well, there was a couple reasons. The first is that I've used their field recorders before. Mm. And the field recorders I was familiar with, and they're just a hand unit, and I'm making a shape with my hands that I know you can't <laughs> see because there's no video. Yeah. But it's about the size of like a common building brick. Sure. They usually, they the, at least the ones I remember, they've got uh, two little microphones that are kind of out on the side. And they're meant for field recording. Mm. And for what they are, they're just freakishly good. 
That's like they just they sound really good. They record directly to SD cards, and huh. they've been around for several years. So this Zoom unit is just kind of the the big brother of those units, where it actually is also can be used as a live mixer. So what we have is a unit where we can plug in. I'm leaning over to count the Ryan, XLR channels now. There's six. I think it's six. There's six XLR channels that you can plug your mic into, and you it, it records onto your SD card a separate audio file for every. For for each of those lines. Yeah. And so you've got a USB line, so you could take in uh, something off of USB for, say you have somebody on Zoom yeah. on your computer you want to bring in. There's a there's a uh, eighth inch, just regular headphone jack. So right. if you wanted to bring somebody in off of, say, you know, you, just your phone, a regular phone call. Yeah, I've plugged in my phone to that before and just make elephant sounds. That'd be perfect. Sure, yeah. could totally do that. Although we do have those really cool uh, sound effects recording <laughs> where we can program in a specific laser blast sound there, there are little sound pods that you can just do the, <laughs> those quick little sound hits which are entertaining if i'd really pre-thought this out i probably would have gone ahead and set those up and yeah i don't even know a couple of right those now. right now i'm not going to worry about it but Mm-mm. the zoom unit and i think what i love about it is because i do still kind of harbor some dreams of being a rock star right so i love to have gear that could kind of double as music production besides just podcast absolutely this little unit could I, you could roll it into a band rehearsal and record your band right totally. now yeah. Like you totally could and have a multi-track performance right on your SD card. Absolutely. So when it comes to using this podcast studio, we can take the SD card we're recording directly to. Uh, if somebody else comes in and, and uses this space, just throw in your SD card, bring one with you, use one of ours. Yeah, we've got them for sale here. Got them for sale. You'd pop one of those out when you're done, hand Take over the card, you. and there you go. Yeah, you're done. You've got your audio files. Absolutely. So um, what's interesting about Zoom, and I actually discovered this, I was looking uh, I was looking up the specs on the unit just yeah. to kind of prepare to talk about it today. And it's about a $450 unit. I feel like when I bought this, this whole uh, buying that mixer and kind of starting podcast was, it was my COVID hobby. It was the, I've been in my house a very long time and I feel like I'm lacking creative experience. Expression. Sure. So that's what I did was I, I bought this thing. I feel like I spent a little more than $450. i will have to go back and look. But what I did discover was at the end of summer, about fall, about this time last year in yeah. 2020, uh, Zoom actually introduced a whole new unit called the PodTrack P8, which is very similar to what we have, but without some of the audio mixer board features like we've got eqs yeah. and yeah. you've got different headphone mixes and yeah, like it's just a small board it's just a small mixing board and if you're familiar with mixing boards all those things make sense and yeah. you've got you know you've got the the audio bus and everything the pod track p8 i just discovered this today actually even though it's been around for a year i guess but it wasn't there when i was researching this right is a podcast specific board similar to what we have eight channels direct to SD card. Locked in. But it removes some of the extra things that might confuse someone who wants to do straight podcast. There's a built-in limiter. Oh, very nice. Which is really nice. Yeah. Little touch screen and a few other features that make it very podcast specific. So it kind of stripped some things down. And that little guy, I was actually just looking at it. It's about $550. And now that I think about it, $550 is what I spent on this. So they dropped the price of this guy in order to focus on getting people to pay for a couple of those extra features on the PodTrack P8. But the PodTrack P8 is the same thing. It's got six 
six mic inputs and uh, six headphone outputs. Oh, so it's nice. like a, a six person podcast, roll in, roll out. Um, and both of these boards, by the way, are also function as direct USB interface. So you can plug your USB right into your, your MacBook or whatever. Yeah, computer if you want to save using, on there instead, no problem. And it'll go right into your audio production software. That's smooth. Uh, Zoom really uh, has done a nice job putting, putting a couple of units together that are really handy. I think, you know, what we've got works really well for us. And like you say, it's definitely capable of a little more of the technical refinery. That's not for everyone, you know? I don't think everybody needs that kind of... Yeah, for sure. And this this Zoom unit, there's also a big brother to the 8. There's a... There's a 12, and I think there's a 20. Well, that might be a bit much for us, but we could get 20 people in here. Sure. Well, it, <laughs> if you've got a band, that's what they're for. It's for more audio reinforcement you situations. You say that, but I'm going to interview 20 people at the same time. Uh, you so. do what you got to do. Uh, you're going to have to come up with 20 mics. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. See what you can do. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. I've got like 13 SM58s. Oh, man. I have. I found my briefcase. There's like 8 or 10 58s just backwards in a row. Like in oh, that's glorious. Foam. It's really cool. You flip open the sucker and you've just got 58s all the way down. Yeah, my old rock star self just looks at a pile of 58s <laughs> like, I, I can mic anything with a 58. Yeah, well, we didn't go with 58s this time, though. No, so talking about mics, I think one of the biggest reasons that our audio files sound as good and clean and sharp as they are, sure, it's just like anything else. You've got to start with good source audio. Definitely. Like, what you start with has to be good. You know, does that mean a podcaster needs to go spend $1,500 on a super broadcast crazy mic? No, no. no. Spend that on voice lessons instead. Yeah, there you go. Ooh. So what, what we opted for, and kind of across the board, you'll find the philosophy was definitely bang for the buck, but also spend where you need to spend Absolutely. You know, without just totally breaking the bank. But all I'm going to say is don't go buy the $99 USB mic or even cheaper. They're they're even cheaper than that. Sp- put a little bit of money into the source because you, when you start with good quality, it's going to be easier to maintain that all the way through the chain. So we ended up using a mic that was very similar to what I used in in radio when mm. I worked in radio many, many years ago. Back in the glory days. Back in the glory days. The, this mic that I'm talking into and looking at right now is very similar to the one I stared down at a little <laughs> AM radio station in Salem, Oregon, you know, 20 plus years ago. And this is an ElectroVoice RE320. 320. What is the three? What is the 320? Uh, it's a number. Okay. I don't think it. it I don't know if it. Ends, ends I don't. Anything. I think it's just a model series, gotcha. as far as I know. All right. The the RE320 is going to run you about three hundred dollars. Maybe that's just the cost. You know. So your your SM58, your kind of your standard workhorse rock and roll club mic. Yeah. Is is a hundred bucks, and it's always been a hundred bucks. Ninety nine bucks. Be bucks. <laughs> um, this this one obviously is a a little bit a step ahead of that. It's a little more little more delicate. It's a little more focused. Yeah. You know, and we. I mean, we chose to put them on these these nice uh, table-mounted arms with a shock mount to reduce some of that, that noise sound. that you can hear. <laughs> you know, reduce that. Throw a pop filter in front of it for the Ooh. for those and the and the the hissing s's. It's something I've actually noticed in listening to podcasts because I'm that much of a nerd. Sure, I don't even care the content of podcasts. I'm just listening to see how they sound. Yeah, and one of the things that's really common is just the really you know the. Th- when the Sound. S's Ugh. speaking podcasts, you know. It's really hard to listen to. Yeah, and I pulled the pop filter away. I don't know if you can hear that. <laughs> you know, I can hear it from here, so definitely, yeah. yeah it's going to totally. show up. It's going to make a difference. So the one thing I would say for somebody who's looking for their own 
their own podcast setup or whatever. And this this is some advice that I got, and it lines up with what I've learned of audio gear over the years. And that is one of your big options is whether or not you're going to get a condenser mic. Sure, sure. And I would say unless you're in a really tightly controlled environment, don't do it. Yeah, it's just going to pick up way it's gonna too pick much. Up everything. Yeah. You're going to get every little creak of your chair. It's just there's just going to be so much background noise. It's going to be really difficult. Yeah. I uh, don't don't get a condenser mic. You're going to pay a lot for it, probably. Oh, a ton. And you're just it's not going to give you what you want. Now, in the space that we're in here in this room, and we're kind of the last thing on my list here is just talking about the space and the room treatment. Sure. We could get away with it in here. I think so. Because there's just not a lot of background noise around here. We've done some treatment to the walls and things. So yeah. we could get away with that and and still do really well. This dynamic mic is just fine. Oh, it's perfect. And yeah. It's, it's, it's six inches away and catches every... And it would be great for uh, for vocals. If I you're doing so. music, it'd be a great vocal mic. I think it would record a guitar great. It would record an acoustic guitar oh, really yeah. nice. Uh, it would be really, I do really want to nice. test that that sounds fun actually i yeah i'll i'll bring my guitar in next week man let's do it so yeah definitely don't don't skimp on the mic because that's kind of your yeah that's that's your core instrument you know you can get good recordings with all this other stuff but you cannot produce your way out of crappy source audio yeah, well, it's a good, it's a good tagline actually. Mm. You can't produce your way out of crappy source audio. <laughs> there you go. So with that mixer and these mics, we're kind of in business. Oh yeah. There, there really isn't a lot left. There's obviously there's the computer for mixing the audio files, and sure. then there's just these a whole cool headphones host of for, accessories. Yeah. Yeah, headphones. I say get over the ear closed headphones. Get something comfy that yeah. nothing else is going to leak well, in the sign. Yeah. Don't get the ones that are that are open that don't have the closed cans. You know, those open ones will will bleed through and you'll sure. be able to hear what's coming through. Don't get little cheap earbuds or even expensive earbuds that you're going to jam in your ear. They're just too tiny. They generally don't have enough drivers to really put the sound back into your ears that you want. Well, really, in sitting down for 30 minutes, an hour to record, mm-hmm. you don't want something jabbed into the side of your brain while you're trying to ever, think. Well, yeah. Ever. I'm, I'm not an earbud guy in general. I don't really like them, but I, I use them sometimes. I've got a pair I like, but they're, they're not ideal. These. And you're going to want something comfortable, but also something that is faithfully reproducing the sound. Mm. Because you have to do something, everybody has to do it and nobody likes to do it. And that is you've got to come to terms with hearing your own voice coming back into your head. And it's your true voice. It's not the voice that you hear on a day-to-day basis. And everybody knows it. It's like, oh, I hate hearing my voice on videos. (laughs) Well, well, get used to it, pal. That's how everyone else hears you. And having it come, because what you hear with headphones on even is still a combination of what you hear in your it echoing is. around in your own skull. <laughs> yeah, and I've got some deep basso in here, but yeah. not, not so much on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so get some nice headphones and just get used to it. I, I recommend for anybody who's never spoken into a mic before and actually had to listen uh, live as they're speaking it, it's probably worth just sitting down and talking, even Absolutely. if you're not recording. Yeah, sit and read a Dr. Seuss book to yourself or yeah, something. just get used to it. Mm-hmm. Just your own voice. Just get used to the sensation so that it doesn't totally wig you out. That To me, that's really important. From there, it, it there's just there's accessories. And again, I'm going to say things like, don't skimp on the cables. Sure. Good cables. You know, there's a are few valuable. things like get a get good don't buy the $4 Amazon Basics cable. Yeah. You don't need gold-plated cable ends and crap <laughs> like that. 
But make sure you're getting a good, solid quality cable because yeah, again, read the review, you know, the, you know, your audio is going to get going to have to pass through that in order to be recorded, and so right. And you also want that to last. Cables are not indestructible by no. any means. No, absolutely. So you know, spend twelve dollars on the SD card, not four. <laughs> spend twenty dollars on a mic cable instead of yeah, six. You can do it affordably. You just don't don't do it so affordably that you sacrifice all the quality <laughs> you could have had. It's true. And and you know, we have a couple other pieces here that's sitting on our little recording desk. We have a an extra PreSonus audio box, a USB interface. That's mostly because we also have a pair of external reference monitors so yep. that we can mix right off of this board and listen uh, with these uh, PreSonus RSE 3 3.5s? Yeah, they're 3.5s. They're just little studio monitors, and they take up some of the space on the board. Again, this is all about kind of what your comfort level is and how much do you really want to set up Sure. In terms of, of monitoring and things like that. But then the the last piece to our studio that I think is about as important as the gear mm. is the space. Oh, absolutely. And our space has been our space has been something we've touched on once or twice in the past couple of episodes, but really only in the aspect of our workspace. Why we bought space for us to go back to work post COVID. Well, mid COVID, sorry. <laughs> <Mid-COVID. laughs> Still dream of post COVID. Anyways, um, the the uh, the space has taken a little bit of a life when we started to come up with this whole podcast studio because we realized that while it's pretty quiet, while it's pretty controlled, uh, it also has some weird angles that mm-hmm. they echo your voice back in just the worst ways or give you tinny, unmatched. Yeah. It took some time. Yeah, yeah, it did. Any space that you're in is going to be kind of the sound is going to operate in that space specific to that space. So yeah. if you're lucky enough to have a perfectly square or rectangular room, it's really easy. Your sound is going to bounce in the corners. Yeah. If you have very little furniture in that space, if it's hardwood floors and no furniture and you know this this is common sense you walk into a a room that's hardwood floors no furniture sound bounces everywhere and you're like ooh, echoey this is neat (laughs) and the more you put your stuff in it you put your bed and you put a little couch and you put a this and curtains and things and next thing you know it's no longer echoey well why is it not echoey anymore it's because all of that stuff is is absorbing the sound waves and they're not able to bounce anymore and that's all an echo is is sound waves bouncing again and again and again again and again that's all it is so what we had to do was and again here we are this is this would have been a really good this would have been a good one you know what maybe we'll uh we might do it again re-talk about another one later but but we look at some of these areas where there's corners and we ended up having to get some acoustical treatment panels just some high High density. These they're just like high density foam panels. Yeah. Who and ours? We just we got some that we thought looked pretty cool too. Yeah, they match our theme. Yeah, they match know. our theme. But the idea is that when sound goes into those corners, those panels will absorb that sound and keep it from bouncing around. And you can hear the difference when you when you talk in this room. Absolutely. Versus sitting in a home office or sitting in a sure. closet trying to record for goodness' oh, sake. Sure. Yeah. So I, isolation is important. Keeping outside sound. If you're right next to a window on a busy street, there's going to be car noise. You don't want that on no, your no. recording. If, if you have a daycare running in your house, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of noise. You can't record there. Yeah, that would be know, a challenge. You want isolation. There are ways to acoustically treat a room that are fairly inexpensive. Sure. Now, 
you can get very expensive and you can build isolation booths and you can put all this specially made acoustic foam on the walls. They make blankets that are literally sound absorbing blankets whose job, literally, they're just made to hang up on the wall to absorb the sound that would otherwise bounce off the wall. You could build yourself a little recording booth out of a couple of those blankets just around behind you. And that's all you need. You just want to cut that extra sound down because, again, you can't really produce a room echo away. You can't, like, make it go away in post-production. Sure. It's really difficult to work with audio like that. You know, so a good high quality close range mic like what we're talking into yeah and ways to eliminate the background noise around you and then on top of that if you do find yourself with some noise issues you can get a a limiter or a gate sure there's there's definitely some options out there or a pod eight that's just ready for that with a limiter built right got a limiter built in And and a limiter what that does if you're not familiar with it is it takes all sound that's below a certain decibel level and just crushes it, like just closes it off. So if the sound doesn't reach a certain level, then there's just nothing until it gets over that decibel level. Then it opens up. And that's also why it's it's called a gate is that it opens up and lets the sound through. Sure. Limiter actually works on the other end too. It can keep too too loud a noise keeps everything down yeah. i'm probably screwing up the techno the actual audio engineers are out there like oh my gosh yeah. somebody stop this guy he doesn't know what he's talking about yeah. but that's the basics of it there's also a technical solution to kind of try to get rid of things like an air conditioning fan like sure. in there's one room in this office where I keep my office behind this door over here to my left, and there's an AC intake fan that is on most of the day, and I don't, I can't turn it off. It's I, so loud. I managed to find the switch and turn it to auto, so it goes off sometimes. Small victories, I guess. Right, but it, you know, there's just this constant <laughs> wind tunnel sound happening. It's really difficult to take, you know, Zoom calls in that office. Sure, sure. You know, like I said, there's technical ways to deal with it, but the idea in your space is from a noise perspective is to just try to eliminate that background noise and have the most neutral space you can. Yeah. That's thing one. The part that is way less important and doesn't really affect the technical sound, but I Mm. think really will affect podcasts. Sure. It's got to be comfy. Yeah. If I'm going to sit down and try to have a conversation with somebody, the last thing I need to be thinking about is the chair, the the AC, the fluorescent lights. Fluorescent lights in my eyeballs. Ugh. I can't barely work with fluorescent lights, let alone think with like just sit down and chat. I think some of this for me goes back to the old radio days, and I I worked in a couple different radio situations. And again, I was young; it was like an internship thing. And these uh, AM radio stations were not very powerful, but yeah. that was what we had in town, and I was lucky enough to be a part of that. And the one job I had was a daytime job, so it was our station manager wanted lights on. Everything was lights on all the time. Okay. So it was just, it was a bright corporate feeling office that also happened to be a radio studio. Hooray. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The other station I worked at, and at one point I worked at them concurrently, uh, was I would do a daytime shift at one and then go do a nighttime shift at the other. Dang. The nighttime shift I loved. And I loved the nighttime shift for... All the reasons that a 19, 20-year-old <laughs> would, but not the least of which is 
all the building lights were off. The offices were dark and closed. All the daytime sales guys had gone home. Yeah. The receptionist out front had gone home. The building was locked. All the lights were off. You just had a studio, and even the studio lights were off, and we just you know, turn on a few lamps. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're vibing, and your radio goes from just regular radio to, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the night shift. We've got some mood. It was. It was the night show. <laughs> it wasn't called the night show. Was it the night shift? Night shift. One of the other guys there, I think, had the night shift. Ah, that's good. And that's what he called it. And he had just like that old smooth radio voice, which I never had. (laughs) I tried to be smooth radio jock for a while, and it just kind of came out. Fell flat. Yeah, just it came out weird. At one point, (laughs) one of the more experienced radio guys I talked to actually like pulled me aside and was like, what what are you doing? (laughs) I don't know. I I thought I was being cool. It's like just you're just trying to be a character that isn't you. It's like this. But there was a guy at the station who that was his character. That was just who he was. And it was him. And it was really good. And so I was just a kid. I was just trying to be that guy. Yeah, because that guy's rad. uh, Turned out I was really bad at being that guy, but I was pretty all right at being myself. Uh, hey, you know, there's another good life lesson we can Isn't pass there? down from this lesson. Yeah, yeah. Don't be the other guy. Just it, be you. It's, you can be really good at being you and only yeah. a half-assed imitation of someone else. So. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I think the whole turning off the overhead lights and just, you know, we've got a few kind of like LED spots and there's some LED strip lighting up here that oh, kind yeah. of matches our logo color. and. Uh, even in the middle of the afternoon on, you know, in September in Boulder County, Colorado. Heck yeah. I can I can sit here and feel like I'm in that dark late night radio studio <laughs> and it feels good. Oh, baby. It feels good. <laughs> I, I, I like sitting in front of the mic and yeah. talking to uh, you and nobody else in particular. Oh, that's so. right. Oh, that's very sweet. Yeah, isn't that though? <laughs> yeah, it's very nice. Yeah, we'd clink our beer glasses if we had gotten beer we glasses should, we out for this We should have thought of it, I know. We should have thought of it. Well, That's I okay. would have grabbed a beer, but we just, we're just we still sipping on Randy's Ale, and uh, I can't have any right uh, The The OT Beer Project, Randy's Red Ale, uh, which uh, could be available to you if you come to the overtime if studio. If you come in time, but we're going to see a new, uh, new rotation in the next couple of months. We are. In fact, uh, Randy just told me yesterday he hunted down a good recipe for a rye-based beer. Oh, my goodness. Which means Josh is back in the game. I am so back in the game. <laughs> so back in the game. Whew. So that's what we got. This is our studio. And I will say, you know, one of the pieces of advice I got from a fellow podcaster when I was putting this stuff together and, and just trying to figure out if I was going to podcast, how I was going to podcast. Because yeah. really, I mean, like literally 10 years behind the curve oh, here. Oh, huge. One of the pieces of advice I got, and I think I even mentioned this in another episode, was don't do it for the listeners, the downloads, but do it for you. Sure. It, it can very much be a very, very life-giving experience as as long as you're having a good time with it so i've kind of rediscovered my old radio days and i really (laughs) i wish i could go back and do that now because i I think i'd be way better at it now you know maybe uh maybe we'll do a music review show and and listen to a few songs and then uh do a little analysis breakdown there we go have a good good couple episodes like that there there's a ton of topics that we could just sit here and go through so i would love to hear from our listeners even again if there's only like four of you hi Hi, mom Mom. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know if your mom's listening. Mine is probably not. I'll make my mom listen. Make no, your mom listen. That's okay. You know, I would love to hear, you know, what kind of things do we want to talk about? Do we need to get some guests in here? That's the, you know, the other thing, talking about how the studio is set up. We initially made sure to set up for at least to be able to do what we're doing now, which yeah. is two people very you know similar not similar exact same setup so that we can have the same audio quality uh, across the board no one's luigi at this table no no one's <laughs> luigi <laughs> green mario um, <laughs> we want to get another station in here so we can start Absolutely. bringing some folks in and talking station about three stuff. station have, four yeah we've got some interesting interesting friends associates colleagues clients enemies enemies sure i would and i would love to talk to all of them (laughs) about stuff in this setting i think that would be really really fun and fascinating so that's what this episode was about was just nerding out about our studio a little bit and absolutely enjoying the fact that we're doing this podcast this was very much uh, this episode was for me yeah it has very little to do with you people out there it really doesn't but we're having a good time i hope you're having at least a little bit of a good time it is the happy hour i'm pretty happy i'm not gonna lie (laughs) Just, just like before being the happy hour which i also found there's a ton of podcasts that are like happy hour Uh, how many of them actually drink i don't know that's a disappointing question to think about like (laughs) and and to be fair i uh only have water in front of me right now i know i i know i i do however give you full permission to crack open a cold one as long as you're in a safe location to do so right and of legal age well or not i'm not your mom (laughs) i'm not i'm not gonna ask that question but crack open a beverage hope you're having a good one that's all i got that's all i got yeah thanks for joining us we're gonna come back in another week or so and uh, we actually do have some really interesting topics on board so we might be talking some sports next week i feel like we might be and if uh yeah if this topic just uh didn't trip your trigger then move on to the next one move on to the next one we've got some interesting stuff so thanks for joining us for my co-host josh bautel and mine jason ackerman See you next time. Take care. Produce your way out of crappy source audio.